0: Say personal favorite. I'd, you know, why don't why don't we just go ahead and say fan favorite as well? Uh, it's Jack Kingspooner. Jack, hello. Welcome back to the show.
1: Hi. Personal favorite. Wow. Thanks very much. Yeah. Well, you're a personal favorite for me when it comes to this oh. podcast. Well, thank you. Oh, wow. I, I'll take it. <laughs> there are other hosts. <laughs> um, there are other hosts. I've only there are other hosts. So, you know what? I will. Oh, I will take gosh. It. They're my personal favorites, too.
0: Oh, no. Um, oh
1: shit! So how well, how, is this how bind you've put me in there? I know this is
0: terrible. Now you now you'll have to be cruel to someone. Um, <laughs> no, they're great. Those other hosts. Oh, they yeah, they're fantastic. I mean, listen. Um, <laughs> shit. No. Uh, so so. so I mean, is that uh, how we're going to start.
1: How? That's the worst minute start of a podcast ever. Oh, no, it's God. It I can't just, uh,
0: possibly be. It can't possibly be the
1: worst. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> No, so 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 welcome back. It's
0: been a little while. What have you been up to since since we last chatted? When did we last chat? God. Um let me let me I'll make it easier. What happened in the last uh let's say like, what happened in the last year? Anything anything good in the last year? Oh nothing good
1: in the last year. Whoa. All bad. That was okay. just a bad year. Okay, oh, What? Well, no. no, it's not really. Uh it was a good year, to be honest. It was um <gasps> Okay. It was uh what did I do? I uh, like work-wise or just like hobbying, like fishing and stuff. I don't know. I guess yeah. What uh, were you fishing? No. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> well, you know, but Could have been. <laughs> I thought about uh, it. Yeah. I mean, you I, um, listen. No one's. No
0: one's saying you can't fish. Ah. Uh, have you ever been fishing?
1: I have. Yeah. Have you not been fishing? I used to fish. There's a a loch where I, which is a lake for Americans, um, next to where I used to live. And, uh, we used to fish there, but I would never like to kill the fish. I wanted to eat them, but I never wanted to kill them. So I ended up throwing them back after like making them gasp for (laughs) gasp for breath or whatever they do. Uh, so uh I, uh, so so it wasn't very fruitful fishing. Um, had, it's a shame, and the fish were kind of rubbish as well. There were pike and eels. Now I'm well, pike okay. Eels can be eaten, right? Like eels. Eel, I like eel. Well, supposedly
0: eels are absolutely delicious. That's what I hear. But they look. I mean, I've had it. In, I've had it in sushi. I've never had like eel pie, like like the way that you would have in Ugh. like in, in
1: in a lock yeah that sounds gross to me kind yeah. of uh they kind of look gross <laughs> the only time <laughs> I've had them actually is in <laughs> London you can get jellied eels which are like uh eels in <laughs> gelatine and uh really
0: yeah are, you know I've, I've heard of those yeah those are those are one of the things like like uh what's what is it what is, it, what is that pie uh starry not starry um Gazy eye pie. I can't remember, like the the one with the fish out. Um, I'm not familiar like, with the gazy eye pie. Yeah, well, I think I got. I definitely have the name wrong. But but go on, talk to me about jelly deals. Well, they're kind of sweet, like
1: as far as fish go, <laughs> as far as fresh water fish go, they're kind of sweeter. I remembered, and they're a bit kind of yeah, like that's a. are uh, kind of like, um, well, you know, when you pickle things, it kind of gets a sweetness out of it. That's how I remembered it. I remembered it being pretty uh, gag-worthy, kind of not, <laughs> not, not like not your thing, not my not thing. thing, not my yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, oh, you know the thing I was thinking of
1: was Stargazy Pie with the little fish spell looking out. Oh, that's a nice name, Stargazy Pie. But it's got a fish yeah. looking out. Of
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it has these like it has the yeah. Basically, that well, that's why it's called Stargazy Pie. It's yeah, because the fish are uh, they're they're looking out. Uh, I never like that's one of those things where, like, I feel like especially with food from another country, right? Like, um, people will show me that, and I'll be like, "Yeah, that's that's what they eat in in England," and I'm not so sure that's true. I think it's supposed to be British. I don't think it's supposed to be Stargazing I don't think pie. it's Scottish. Yeah, and like I, I wonder if like people do that with like you know they'll just. It'll be like a giant pork chop on a tiny bun, which is like an Indiana thing. Like, this is what all Americans eat. Like, so I try, I try to be careful.
1: But, uh, <laughs> stargazy pie, <laughs> fuck off. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's what it's got. Oh, okay, hold uh, on. It's uh, called. Okay. Let's see. It's a, a pa- <laughs> stargazy pie. That's something yeah, you just made up, and pie. it's got it's got a fish looking out of it. Okay, a maybe peaceful, I'm wrong. Fish I'm not a very pie. cultured
0: person. It's filled with whole pilchards. "Star um, eh? I yeah, I don't know. Right? Um Apparently the British describes the fish as being fun as well as amusing to
1: children. Well that is fun. That's that's really troubling That is fun. Nice nice like un unboned fish. Sticking out of a fucking pie. <laughs> kids love
0: when a fish is oh, looking at a God. pie at them. They, yeah, the, they really the one enjoy thing, that.
1: The one thing kids love is when they recognize that what they're eating was at one point <laughs> living. <laughs> That's what kids, kids love. Kids love to square that circle. Yeah. They,
0: love to, they love to be worried about, uh,
1: oh, about the concept of eating something yeah. alive. Yeah, they yeah. love that. It's not like That's they really want their, their chicken... Remolded into the shape of a b- teddy bear An or anything. Chicken. They, want it, yeah, they want
0: it to look like, the, uh, yeah,
1: wanted to look as real as possible. Um, yeah. well, no, I've not tried stargazy pie. Uh, it's a Cornish. I, I would recommend it. It's a Cornish dish, so that's the oh, other Cornish. Okay, that's like a good four hundred miles away from me. That's it, very south of you. Right? That's really the, the south. That's is, is, is the, other the end, of, towards the south of the exactly. island. Exactly. I used yeah, to live in Cornwall. Yeah. It's um, oh, really? it's the most <laughs> it's the most racist place. <laughs> okay, the, like that, and like that's uh, a big
0: that's a big claim. The most
1: you would say it's the most racist place you've been. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe in Britain. Maybe it was just wow. the town I was in, but it was uh, like people were people were racist to me. <laughs> like, wow like calling me a leprechaun and they would just <laughs> and it was kind of I you know really just othering kind of language like like there's a massive Sikh community in Leith and it's amazing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, uh the most Yeah, it just adds to the kind of charitable multiculturalism of this part of Edinburgh. Um but there, uh, they would say things like towel heads and these horrible, oh. horrible kind of things. It was pretty, uh, pretty affronting actually, and uh, people would purposefully call me Scotch instead of Scottish. Just cause scotch, like just, scotch, like, just because they knew it was wrong, and I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's weird. The only time I've ever heard people s- say that is and they eat stargazy is when it's like,
0: pie. <laughs> yeah, well, that maybe <laughs> it's because they're all eating stargazy pie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame the stargazy Causing pie. Causing some from prob-
0: problems. Yeah, I. You know, the
1: only time I've heard people
0: call anything scotch in that way is when it's like people will say, "Oh, I'm Scotch Irish" or something
1: like that. Scotch like, Irish. Which,
0: doesn't yeah. I mean that? That feels like a very like particularly American thing to describe yourself that way.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds weird. It's a it's a weird kind of, but it's it's sort of wealthy, but also um, cut off a bit from the rest of the country, and it has a weird uh, specific nationalism where there's a a kind of a like a specific Cornish nationalism where there's a Large amount, well, a, a large minority of Cornish people who want to be independent from <laughs> from England. Okay, which is like uh, wow, yeah. And I've never
0: heard of Cornish independence. That's no, um,
1: no, it's a thing. It's a hmm.
0: it's a thing. I mean, of course, I've heard of Scottish independence and and of course Irish independence, even yeah. Welsh, but never Cornish.
1: Yeah, no, it's That's a thing. Um, but they, hmm. I think they're they're part of the same tribe as uh, as the Celts, the Cornish. Oh, okay. I think uh, I think I don't know, I'm not entirely sure, but I think they've their language is derived from Gallic Gaelic as well. <laughs> so uh it's like kind of piratey part of Pirate? <laughs> <agree. laughs> it is. They've like the classic pirate accent is either Irish, Scottish, Welsh, or Cornish, isn't it? Ooh, ar- I suppose that's right. R. Ar- yeah. E- R. Ar- yeah. I, oh, no, that. that's right. I never really thought of R as like a version
0: of like R. Ar-
1: Me R. Yeah. That's definitely
0: Cornish.
1: Oh. I'm. If you're if you're ever curious if you're something I didn't weird, mean you to look up the sorry no I didn't mean to Cornish all Cornish people as racist but I just noticed it was. Pretty racist. <laughs> I, bet, I bet. I bet they'll agree. Uh, they'll agree. They. they they'll, yeah. The ones which aren't closed minded will agree. This is going terribly again. Uh, Ten well, minutes, you know let's, and we uh, talk uh, talked about let's, how let's, I let's, don't fish, <laughs> and how you find <laughs> and how the, the Cornish are racist. Are racist. <laughs> oh Listen, well. You can only go up from here. Um, <laughs> That's it. Aim low and miss. That's my moral. That's my. Uh... Well, so, so you, you let, let's, <laughs> let's 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 do the boring stuff then.
0: So, so yeah, you okay, have, okay. and I promise, the boring stuff leads into my my more interesting questions. You have a new game you're working on, is that right? Um, yes. You have a Kickstarter oh, for it. Gosh. There's, there's all sorts of stuff going on.
1: Oh, I'm not good at this sort of thing, man. Well, just tell tell me what the game's about. Ah, oh, what's it about? Well, that's not for me okay, to wait, say. What, what what is? That's for the audience. Tell me what you like say. about it. Like what what.
0: Like
1: oh that's it, a good I get a few- that's a good way into it. what do i like about it because it's clicked like when mm-hmm. when i take something to get funding and um uh, uh i i only do that when it's clicked so mm-hmm. um so it's clicked and uh let's see what's clicked what do i even mean by clicked the i guess there's a fever which kind of starts and um and it's it's partly how enjoyable the research is behind it, and uh, partly when when everything <laughs> everything kind of feed, somehow feeds back into that research, right? Or or that research starts to somehow be reflective of everything else. So, for example. Um, it started with thinking, okay, I want to, I want to do something about Scotland. Um, and then I want, to, I might as well do it about the area which I know and love because there's lots of nice, interesting places here. Yeah. Then I wanted to think about, well, actually, that's not really. Um, it's not really uh, marketable. <laughs> it's not. It's only. It's very. That's too niche. Basically, it's too niche, and it needs to have a wider. So, so what would be too niche? Um, going into the the lead mining of the the hills near Thornhill, that's okay. not really going to be. Uh, that's not going to be enough <laughs> to uh, to make a work about. It can be an aspect of a work, but not enough. So you need to kind of um, explode that. So then I started looking at um, three things, the kind of the folklore, um, the history, and uh, the, I guess, something which falls sort of between the folklore and the history is the, 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 Belief systems of the mm. the past um, in the in the area, and then so that's the starting point. L- right. Just researching, and uh, I've read hundreds upon hundreds of fairy tales, and uh, and really looked into um, the kind of ancient religion. There, I mean, they're almost uh, they're almost the same thing. It, if you look far far enough back um fairy tales and religion yeah. Uh, yeah like if you looked at um something like uh there was a a group of there was a kingdom in Scotland called Alba, which was this um uh, Pict and Gallic kind of kingdom, and the Picts had this polytheistic um belief. And a lot of, uh, I mean, it's a dead language. We don't really know much about it, but we have uh, lots of their or- ornamentations. We have these kind of, um, if you've ever seen people with these Celtic knot tattoos, that's all from from these. Oh, Pictic- is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's ideas. Oh, okay.
0: Um,
1: yes, yeah, I'd never heard that. So, so they had a lot of these kind of serpentine things. Obviously. Uh, Mm-hmm. Water was a big part of all cultures past, um, and and it's not too much of a leap to presume that stories about water monsters or uh, selkies or people changing into water creatures or water creatures turning into pay- people. The idea of a changeling is a uh, is a an idea which has been kind of looked at in contemporary um, media a bit, which seems to have derived from this Picto-Gallic place. Anyway, so the idea, so you can see that what starts happening is you start um, uh, parsing these kind of archetypes out of uh, art, out of the fairy tales, out of the religion, and they start kind of resonating with things which happen much later and, uh, and, even things which are happening, you know, um, in the the moral landscape now, or even in the political landscape now, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is when it gets really exciting because because you you start realizing that storytelling has. Uh, I'm being very boring, am I? No, Story- no, this is super interesting. St- I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the storytelling. I'm storytelling has this uh, fantastic way of illuminating things, um, which, yeah. So, so that's, that's, what's got me, uh, pretty, uh, pretty into this project. Um, then, uh, the history of the area is really interesting as well, because it was, um, it was kind of, uh, kind of wild still is quite wild, it's, um yeah, so like around where you would you would say the, the the sort of
0: area you're from or you associate with most is is, is still fairly wild. Oh, it's uh
1: wild in lots of ways. Hmm. Like people don't really go there as a as tourists, okay even though it's um it's breathtakingly beautiful. Certain people who know things, stargazers, people who are really into stargazing, go go there because uh, because supposedly it's a, a one of the world's dark spots, and uh, you can really clearly see the Milky Way uh, with uh, without any aid and things like that. It's oh, wow. a it's a very clear night sky. I don't quite know what makes it so clear. It's obviously lack of light pollution. Yeah, I was um, gonna
0: guess. I mean, is it? But why? Why is the Highlands
1: not like that? Or why is why are you know remote places in you know uh, Missouri and Poland not like that? You know, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's a good question. So, uh, uh, and they they still have things like you. (laughs) You've got cities. To the south, like Newcastle and Carlisle, and a bit further south, Manchester, and then immediately to the north, you've got Glasgow. You've got the central belt of of uh, industry: Glasgow, Edinburgh, and smaller places like Falkirk. But in between, you have roads where you have to slow down because there's sheep on the road and things like that. And, right, and uh, kind of sheer drops on an uh, <laughs> off of kind of cliff edges and stuff like that. And it's uh, obviously you don't, uh, if you're driving between these cities, you don't take those roads, but they're there. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a really, you've got this history of the place where um, it was just so lawless that they, the, I don't know, there's a kind of romanticness no, I, with Scotland yeah. which kind of thinks, ah, we fought off the English and they didn't, they didn't want to come up any further. But you kind of also get this idea that the English got to a certain point and the Romans as well. The Romans built Hadrian's Wall. You kind of get an idea that maybe they just got so far and went, yeah, let's not bother. <laughs> let's just, let's just wait. you know, it's quite nice down here. Let's just stop. Uh, it's gone a bit wild here. And you've got, uh Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, no, it's
0: like, there's, there's something about it where, like, I, I don't know, like, the way you're describing all of this, and especially, like, thinking about this in, in regards to, like, the Picts and and, and uh, or Pictish ideas. Like, there's this quality of, like, I don't know, something that is um, – if it's illegible, it's because, like, it's only half legible or half there or wild because, like, it isn't fully um, – tameable or like i I don't know like there, there's something about like a missing element to it that like is almost missing by design right like that that quality of of um it, well i mean it's the quality people like in, in in you know adventures and stuff like that where half of the half of the joy of it is is it's a landscape that doesn't want you there is hostile to you but is also like fascinating and full of 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 humanism and I mean that like that's like a super compelling reason to to care about. Um, and this is a ridiculous thing to say because there's lots of compelling reasons to care about Scotland, but like it's a really compelling reason to care about that that area. Like as regards like making art about it.
1: Yeah, uh, you can be. You can say that, but uh, yeah, I would I would agree. There's some kind of element to it which uh, which reminds you of. Uh, Reminds you of how, uh, oh, how do you say it? Yeah, so there's the adventuresome quality. You kind of go through this place and you'll see, um, <laughs> you'll see like uh, headstones and they'll be marked like the postmen tried to get through this area, they died here, <laughs> oh, uh, in uh, you know, 18, 1875 or something like that. And you realize <laughs> how. How truly untameable it was, and in, mm-hmm. in not too distant, in not in not in real distant past, but like quite recent past. Yeah. Uh, um, but you can kind of that feeling you get of um, of uh, the wildlands you get in lots of places. You, you definitely get that in America. I think yeah, I think I'm that's sure. may, maybe yeah. the allure of the Grand Canyon. You just kind of look at it I'm and sure. you go, "Wow!" Good point. The the kind of prehistoric nature of of the very land we're walking on uh, it really slaps you in the face when you see this kind of landscape. Um, yeah, and there is something very inspiring about that. Sure. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, and there's there's a lot, but there's the, that I would explain the, why there's like a lot of art and a lot of interest about about like those kinds of I don't know natural monuments in a certain sense. But like I feel like in some ways the 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 tragedy or crisis or whatever you want to imagine it of America is like or one of the many is that like you know the those natural landscapes when you think about them they almost always are thought about like you know disconnected from. Uh, people and and the people in this case are almost always like you know uh, indigenous people who have had their like their history sort of erased and um, I think what's interesting about you know the way you're talking about the highlands is like it's this quality of it's not a highlands it's I thought you said it was the highlands
1: it's the lowlands the lowlands I'm sorry the Highlands are above Edinburgh and Glasgow, so the Highlands okay. get a lot of attention, and rightly so. Okay. It okay. is it is uh, you kind of cross into the, the the area called the Highlands, and you're like, "Holy crow, this is this is like you could imagine some kind of wild prehistoric uh, furry rhino or something here." It really <laughs> really slaps you with how how, okay. how wild it is. But the lowlands is um, is different because because it was between. It does have a kind of a, a history with humans trying to go through it, trying to live there, and yeah, trying to kind well, of that history, make that passage like, through it to to get to Glasgow and to Edinburgh and and carving paths through it, and uh, and it's full well, of things very, like cairn yeah. stones, which mark peaks of things and stuff like that. So yeah. So it's, it's well, there, slightly yeah, different. Yeah, there is that. But also the Highlands have been are are pretty well covered in, in media. Well that's true. And I suppose that's why I said it, because like
0: that's, you know, when you think about Scotland, you think of the Scottish Highlands and and everything. Um I think like I guess what's what's interesting about it to me in, in thinking about this uh this question, though, like what I was going to say, and I, I apologize for getting it wrong. But
1: uh no the lowlands. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I would, I, mean, I would get annoyed if I were you. It's fine. Well, uh, I mean, Scotland is not there's, a big a place. It's, uh divided between Highlands and Lowlands. It's uh, <laughs> it's easy to to mix. I it guess. Up. You can, yeah, I got a fifty fifty chance. <laughs> um, and oh, and yeah, then like, like, there's the Central Belt. I guess there's that. Oh so.
0: no! <laughs> now, you're, now you're just now. Now I'm now I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the uh you know like i think what's what's interesting about how you're describing it is like it has this persistence of um you know like this persistence of 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 human uh culture like the 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 kind of like you know it, it isn't completely erased by the 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 mystery or the the narrative of the place itself like it, in you know thinking about say um I don't know, like the Grand Canyon, right? The Grand Canyon, the whole sort of story about the Grand Canyon is it's it's carved into the rock by the you know the noble Colorado River, um, and over time it, it happens. But also, like you know, what's what's effaced by that is you know a bunch of uh, settlers came in and stole the land from people and killed them and and you know erased their culture. And I, I think like what's interesting about how you're describing the lowlands is like it is it is a place that. Regardless of how buried or you know lost or or otherwise effaced the culture is, it's still there. Like it 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 kind of emerges through like that that concept of the picked and the and the the gravestones marking you know uh, mundane tragedies. Like it seems <laughs> like there's like there's a quality of of the culture that can't be over uh, overwritten in a certain way.
1: Yeah, that's a. So, so just to be clear, the Picts uh, and the Kingdom of Alba w- would have been kind of north of the Lowlands, and mm. uh, okay. of course, you know, it was a uh, there was it was still kind of clans um, ruling this area. So, so you know, they would have had there would have been some Picts there. There would have been different kind of uh, beliefs going on. Um, so uh but yeah I, I don't know I'm kind of uh I'm kind of muddying it with the the work uh, <laughs> Judo because uh because I don't know if um, a specific time period is the interesting thing really mm. it's not really a, a or, it's not about the past or the future or <laughs> I mean it looks like medieval Scotland it is kind of it has this cosmetic thing but you know I don't know if anyone listenings played any of my games people say things kind of out <laughs> of, so. out, of uh, out of place out of situ out of uh, you mm-hmm. know um and it does kind of reflect uh, on perhaps deeper themes. Uh, perhaps I don't know. That's not for me to say. But um, yeah, so so I kind of muddy muddy the the kind of historical waters a bit with uh, things like I'm stammering a lot. Sorry about that, Oh no, you um, That just means you're thinking through. It's because I'm I, thinking. I stammer when people, I think. I do ums and as. It really annoys
0: about. me. People always act like you should. You should be like immediately. Uh, not you personally, but anyone should be immediately like, um, you know, perfectly eloquent about any of. I think stammering indicates that you're actually thinking through a hard problem. I think it's all right. I think it's good.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I sure do. I think really that.
0: <laughs> I'm not just saying it. Yeah, always found, well, like, when I hear when I hear, I'm, I hear I'm people, playing like, fast like, and
1: loose with history. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. And just because some of these fairy tales are way more contemporary. Some of the songs which I've uh, researched are way more contemporary. Some of them are, are ancient songs, but um, yeah. And I think that kind of makes a, a more universal work. Something like, for example, my example earlier about the, the lead, the lead mines near Thornhill. That wouldn't be a very, wouldn't have much to say universal thing, really it might have a nice kind of personal story about, uh, you know, lead poisoning or something. Beware of lead poisoning or <laughs> something. Like I mean, that. I do. <laughs> yeah, you should always think. Yeah, oh no, it's not.
0: It's it's no joke. Um, so, uh, like, why, uh, let me let me ask you about that then. Like, this is something that I think is really common in temporary, like, video games in particular. Is this is this turn towards the personal as opposed to the 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 general or the universal? And that's not to say that that's a bad thing. It's just like it's a it's a valueless observation. Um, or um, valueless makes it sound like the observation is valueless. I think it's a fine observation. It's uh, it's an observation that doesn't have judgment attached to it. Um, I, I'm curious, like that being a trend in video games, like why what what is it about the universal that that compels you to kind of think about it? as opposed to the kind of personal or small or, like, uh, you know, the individual story?
1: Um, they're both the same thing to me, really. Oh, uh, nice. Aren't they? Like, um, I don't know. You, you're going to have to defend that one. Well, look at your wallet. Here's my wallet here. Okay. What is, uh, oh, you can't see it. I can't, but I'm I'm imagining your
0: wallet right now.
1: So what aspect is the personal and what is the universal? I got a receipt here. Is that personal or is that private or is that like for everyone? I don't know. If you so My ID this? my ID card, I've got my uh, driver's license card here. Is that for me or is that for everyone? And then if you think about a story about um for for example, a religious story about, oh, uh, I don't know, what's a good religious story about? Um, Job.
0: <laughs> yeah, what well, about
1: you? could even you can even make Job it a, flood, is a nice right? like, nice. Uh, Job, Job flood. is actually Job's better. Yeah, Job's a funny one. Isn't that a good story? Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> like uh, it's a personal story, but um, uh, it's the. The, the meaning or the kind of the thing to take from it is uh, kind of uh, universal that you'll always have a conviction, um, even if uh, even if it's constantly tested. So so a personal story and a universal with a can have a universal meaning or something which can be translated universally or
0: uh, yeah. I mean that's something that's, that's like
1: compelling. that. But I know I know I'm trying to. Uh, mess up. You're not, I'm no, trying to you're mess not, up not, your you're, question. I'm not. Uh it's a good, it's a good point. I mean, like it, it is,
0: it is sort of uh, I mean, it's what, it's what people, when they, uh, I mean, you know, I'm guilty here, uh, want to sound like smarter than, than they are, uh, called dialectical. Like it, I mean, it's, it's that whole thing of like, you know, the, the particular and the general end up looking like the same thing when you look at it close enough. And I, I believe that's true. I, I think that's a really, really good, um, or really Effective way of pointing that out, I, I guess. Like, now, oh man, you've reason, lost me. What was the dialectical? Well, just what you did. All right. Uh, yeah, you pointed. You pointed to it, and you said, "Like, this is personal to me, but it's also general because it's uh, it, it relates to everyone else." You take two opposites,
1: but no. But I've i kind, of, kind of contradicting myself because it would be really, really it's uh, crucially important. It would be really a personal story if it was about. Graham Smith's day at the lead mine uh, <laughs> okay right that would be and it probably wouldn't have much to say about, uh, about anything more than well it might have it depends how it's told it might have something to t- to say about um about uh, suffering or uh, or loving loving menial tasks or it might have these kind of universal things which you can parse from it but there's a a chance that it won't and uh and it won't actually have much meaning at all and then there are some stories like uh usually slightly kind of fantastical stories uh which do have that quality and i i guess i guess that's what's interesting about finding these archetypes which um in fairy tales and in uh and then uh, kind of religious folklore and things like this, that's a bit of a not nice thing no, to I, I, say. No, I can understand. Religious so folklore, I guess like, but... so what you're saying, like what you're saying with your
0: work is like, it's, you're more interested in that thing that the reader or the the player or whoever can sort of like see themselves in and also like make a larger sort of like, I, I don't know, like observation is the wrong word. It's not about, it's not about like a personal sort of like, oh, I, I see myself in it. It's just more about like that 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 ability to sort of like, you know, generalize out and see the individual and the personal and the universal kind of all like lumping up together as opposed to something that is like, you know, deeply personal and say like, you know, you don't want it. It sounds like you're uninterested in something that would be like, this story is about me, the author.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And what, what kind of games were you talking about? What would be an example of like uh, games moving in towards just like personal stories?
0: I mean so I'm thinking about I'm thinking about like um thinking about like indie games in particular, like uh um I guess this is this is probably an older trend at this point, but you you see it a lot in like um games I really enjoy, but games that, that do this, like on itch.io, um games like about about like particular stories about the person themselves or like I'm just I'm just pulling up itch right now just to to give oh, myself yeah. an idea here. Ah, um, uh, they can be fine. They're they're yeah, not really my I mean, thing though. So like here, like this is a game. So like this, I think this game looks super interesting. It's like an isometric game. It looks like it would be really fun. Um, so this is not a, a critique of this game in in any way. It just kind of speaks to this this element. Um, it's called No Longer Home. Um, and the the, the, the the summary is Bo and Ao are graduating university and preparing to leave the flat they've lived in together for a year. Thanks to visa limitations, Ao is forced to return to Japan, leaving Bo in England. Disillusioned by post-educational life and shoved aside by a government who doesn't want them there, both are trying to come to terms with their uncertain future. And deep underneath their South London flat something grows. And so <laughs> there's supernatural element to
1: it. But it is I like the last sentence well, It's like yeah, so- it's like yeah, visa complications. Oh gosh, where oh, I can't find my other sock under the flat something's growing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is a bit surprising, but I yeah. think I mean I think that's like <laughs> I, I have to. I have to say, the game looks really neat. Like, and and so, art, the art is cool and all. But like, <laughs> there, there is this quality, right? Like, it is. It is. Well, it's a horror story. It's a. It's a personal story. I think that's a trended horror too, right? Where like, particularly horror, where like you get like these stories that are very much about like. Yeah, okay. It's about like a supernatural monster, but it's also about like the feeling of loss <laughs> when your, your mother dies, right? And, like, yeah, yeah. The and babble, like that very the, personalized thing where it's yeah, like, yeah. no, this story is about like my time where you know I I had to I had to grow up and I, I lost a friend, and this story is about that. Like that seems to be something different than what you're going
1: for. Yeah, I think um, I think it's uh, not. Not so different when you kind of uh, reduce it, but I'm not really one for reducing things or reductivism or anything like that. I like, uh, I th- um, I think yeah. So that little fantastical element at the end of um, of uh, but underneath yeah, like, the flat yeah. Yeah. is is something growing. Well, that brings in the question of uh, of. Uh, of a symbolic quality to it, right? Mm. And we're not talking like a Lacanian uh, symbolic quality. We're just talking: um, what does this symbolize? Is this right. symbolic yeah. of uh, our frustrations? At, well, I don't know. Passport control. I don't know. I've not played the game. I don't even remember what could be called. anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that question is uh, something which is placed in the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And absolutely, um, yeah. And, uh, it's the same with horror films. Like what, why does the Babadook come or what is the, you know, I don't know. I can't think of any horror.
0: Sure, I mean, the Babadook's a good good example where you get like, you get like a spooky sort of scary monster that has like, it's, it's clearly meant to symbolize something else. Sure. Um, Yeah. Like it's clearly meant to be, to be deeper, um, So, so part of, part of the film is figuring out like, okay, so like what is, what is represented by the Babadook?
1: And I think that, um, I think probably with uh, the game you mentioned and the Babadook, there is sort of probably some kind of, uh, probably some, I'm not sure, I don't want to speak out of place, but there is probably some (laughs) kind of directorial intention for what the, what it symbolizes maybe it's a I few, assume so, maybe yeah. it's a few things or maybe it's not <laughs> I'm not so uh I'm not so uh, keen on keen on saying saying what things um what things symbolize or what things mean but yeah I'm very, that seems to be very something in, yeah. I'm very interested in when something is meaningful and it's really hard to find uh quite why uh why I feel things are meaningful. You just feel it, right? You just kind of mm-hmm. get an idea that this is, uh, this is something meaningful. And, well, I, uh, think, I, I mean, I think, and that I like to sense. leave that. In, yeah. I, I like to leave that for the the audience, um, to well, kind even of that, even uh, that dis- think for oh, themselves. Yeah. Of. I mean, even the distinction,
0: right. Between like, it means something and is meaningful. Um, not to draw, to you find a point on it, but like, that's a. You're that's very clever, aren't you? Oh yeah, well you know I went to I, I went to school to get a big piece of paper and then like for so long and then also just to be able to be clever in in uh, conversations. I um, mentioned. Did you hear I mentioned Lacan?
1: I Jacques did. Lacan. I was very impressed. It did. Yeah, I was. I was going to say. it. You're, you I right. really like his uh, symbolic thing. What, no, it, it, the like, real and, I think, like, and the symbolic and that that's really cool. I like that. There is something about. It's about, probably like, silly, the, but it's fun to think about. I don't know
0: it, it lacan Le- Le- and and it just is like the 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 smallest of diversions i think lacan Le- and most like psychoanalysis is mostly fun um uh, once you once you like, admit that it doesn't actually describe how people are like dealing with mental health like <laughs> 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 that's what always everyone's like they're like well it doesn't actually like help people get over mental it's like yeah okay like you know yeah, I agree. Like, it's not gonna help anyone it's not gonna help like anyone deal with uh, mental illness to tell them like about the the big other and the and the, the, yeah. the capital O symbolic and but it's interesting the as capital like Capital O symbolic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so no, I think like I but like your your point about your point about like the the you know meaning something and then like having something meaningful about it. Right. Like that, there is that distinction of like meaning something indicates a a kind of intent. Um, And I think that, you know, that helps me put a, a, a a kind of finger on something that I've, I've thought about your work, which is like, it doesn't seem super interested in, um, in the reader coming up with like what you're thinking, like the, the, the meaning behind like, you know, okay, why did, Jack write this right like I think that's not super I mean not that it's not important as like a question or like that it's off limits as a question well but I get the feeling
1: that's a worrying question I don't want to think about that
0: well yeah but like but that comes through and like and I mean that in in a good way like yeah yeah it 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 like that's not something the game's encouraging you to figure out. It's not like it isn't a guess what's in my pocket kind of situation. Like, oh, guess what I guess what I yeah. meant by this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And not to say like personal stuff always has to be that. But I think there's an element of that to it where it's like, yeah, you know, try and figure out what the author is getting at with like, you know, this monster or this image or or, or whatever. Whereas your work is is much more about representing a world that has meaning in it without having a, a particular meaning in mind.
1: There's probably lots of little takeaways as opposed to one big takeaway, something like mm. that, to talk about takeaways. but um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I find that quite um, quite frustrating with things. I don't know if it's maybe some something to do with uh, the way my brain synapses work or something. <laughs> but uh, but uh, often with like a W.H. Oden poem or a David Lynch movie, I kind of feel like it's uh about something, but I want to work out what it's about. Like it's some kind mm-hmm. of a a puzzle to be worked out. But then I can't work it out. <laughs> no, and, I hear what you're saying. And, and uh, like there there's And a... I know I should just relax. But then there's other things like um like Sylvia Plath or or um I can't really think of a, or, or Shistov mm-hmm. where it feels meaningful, but I don't really feel like I need to work it out or something. Um. So, yeah. so I kind of don't really want to frustrate the player by, th- or the audience. I want it to be entertaining. I always wanted to be entertaining, even when I'm talking about um, dialectic, is that the word? Dialectic. Yeah, you didn't, you uh, didn't even know that
0: you were doing, di- but like, that's like, that's, you just did, you just did Hegelian dialectics in real time. Good, yeah. Good, good
1: job. So, uh, take, so that's why that I. Philosophy I, I want, majors. That's why I want to, uh, that, yeah, I want it to be entertaining. I don't want it to be frustrating. Like, oh, there's a deeper meaning here, but I can't work it out. I want it to be like, ah, yeah, that was cool. That's a, that's a, that says something about this. When that says yeah. something about that, and together they say something about something else <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and I think that really really works with a game it can only really work with a game and that's what's mm-hmm. so exciting about a game that you kinda can, uh, can come across things in in different orders or or um th- through a different kind of speed uh, or, or or you know in a, a different chronology yeah um, and uh and it can i remember reading a story and it was uh by a guy called george george louis borges <laughs> oh how, hey that's I how you that guy. that's how you pronounce his name george yeah, louis uh, yeah george louis. <laughs> yeah
0: i think i think he was french uh um, yeah. no yeah I, um, <laughs> Uh, balls, yeah. um, <laughs> that classic French author. Uh, and, uh, no, yeah, I, I
1: and like, I like, I like... Fauré's. And uh, I was like really worried that it was going to be too difficult for me or too something like that. But actually, it just gave me loads of ideas. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things which I really loved was, uh, mm, I can't remember what the story was called. I wanted, maybe it was in a book called Labyrinth. But there yeah. was this idea of a story which whoever read it, it meant something different to them. and uh just by the way um it's nonspecific about the descriptions of places, like um like something like uh she walked down a street the the plants were growing tall, something like this, some almost poetic kind of language. And uh, something like that would mean something different depending on the cultural background you bring to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I always thought that's a really, really great thing, that it can be interpreted in lots and lots and lots and, you know, almost endless amount of ways. Um, And I thought uh, I always like to kind of think about that when I'm doing gamey things. Especially, you know, this is talking specifically about the writing in this game. You whack things with a stick. (laughs) It's a. (laughs) Okay. It's got that excellent. It's got that element to it as well. It's a. It's a classic element. I mean, I yeah. uh, Listen,
0: we. There's nothing wrong with games where you whack something with a stick.
1: Yeah, come on. There's a reason
0: it is. It is such a popular.
1: Well, there's a lot of people in fairy tales, beating monsters with sticks and stuff like that um and there's a lot of uh, history <laughs> in the area of like the border reavers and the wardens of the marches and stuff like that and they would kind of do things by uh beating people with sticks and also there's a film called Highlander and they would have nice jewels in that and uh i don't know is with sticks f- of a sword they had a sword didn't they yeah. yeah 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 um but uh i guess uh i guess that's a new thing for me having combat making it a gamey game but you know that's only uh that's only an aspect of the work
0: well sure like but like i think you know one of the things that that you know your 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 discussion here is making me think of is um like there's a i think i think as readers or critics or however you want to imagine people engaging with a work to be um You know, there's, there's a, there's an understanding that like, yeah, you know um, when you, when you engage with that work, you are engaging as like a, I don't know, like as like someone who is, has their own relationship to meaning and their own relationship to stories and stuff like that. And there's all sorts of conversations about that. But I think like the idea that the artists themselves has like a complicated and like very personal relationship to meaning right? Just to like the idea of meaning and like how they, you know, deal with artistic meaning and and ideas and, and conveyance. Um, I think that's really important. And I think that's something that like we often sort of allied, or at least I do, where it's like, you know, I don't, I don't always think about like, okay, like, you know, maybe the reason that Borges cares so much about interpretation is because that's how he understands, like, Literary meaning to work that it, that it is hard to pin down, and that like interpretation doesn't work the way, say, someone like James Joyce thinks it does, or or maybe they think the same way. Like I think that's a really interesting line of of thought, and like maybe credit we don't always give to to the people making the games when we sort of imagine them as uh um you know like almost almost like seers or or super meaningful because they they are making the art itself.
1: They are like seers. Aren't they? But like, if you're a
0: seer, so so if I say you're a seer because you're making the art, right? Are does that mean that you don't have a relationship to the meaning itself? If you're a, if you are a seer, like do you, do, is it is it one to one at that point? Are you are you experiencing it on such a different level that uh, I could never hope to understand what you mean? Because that doesn't seem to to line up with your with your understanding. No, no, of, that's not what
1: I mean. Yeah, what's a seer? A seer, like like a, a person who looks in a crystal ball or something yeah well of course but like but you can think, see in the crystal ball as well
0: well that's the trick right like well, maybe I, I think some of the would game say makers are not seers
1: they're like crystal ball makers <laughs> okay I, like I
0: mean them. that's different that's different yeah. like I yeah. think I think you know the 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 idea of a seer in the sense of um you know, someone who, uh, someone who has like a unique connection to, um, a a pseudo mystical thing like art, right. Um, like there is, there is this quality of art where it's just like, oh God, like I could never understand it. Like the artist could, right. You hear that a lot. Um, like, oh, you know, you could never, you could never really hope to understand, you know, X, Y, or Z the way, like the person who wrote it could. Um, if only we could talk to Shakespeare and find out what his plays were actually about, or whatever. You hear that from people, and I think there's there's artists who can cultivate that, and then there are artists yeah. who say like, no, uh, like actually, the important thing here is, um, you know, I've made something to um engage with, like in no, the world. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't, and I feel like that makes me a lesser artist as well. I always felt that when I, because I you know, come from like a very kind of <laughs> pretty mad art background with doing performance art. We talked about it last time, doing performance yep. art, really far out fine art with some great people in Eastern Europe and uh, and I think really important, meaningful stuff. Uh I feel very lucky to be a part of that. But I always felt like I was a bit kind of lesser of an artist because mm. I was very interested in... Uh, and talking to people about their work, <laughs> what they meant by it. What does that mean? What are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and I, like,
1: I think, and I, I yeah. Think, and uh, I know what you mean about artists cultivating that kind of mystique about their work, about, mm-hmm. um, you get that with minimalist artists as well. like Oh, yeah, absolutely. With, uh, well, it's actually kind of like a, it's kind of looking at the line between... Um, uh interior design and uh naturalism you know what does (laughs) that mean you know and it's like a bit of mud stuck to a canvas and you're like (laughs) what is that is is he is just done like a five thousand word essay in his head about that Mm -hmm. um and that's probably not i don't know but no, I think that's,
0: I think that's really interesting. because like, like, I it hate is... talking
1: about my work, but I want to, because I want, we, we live, we live in meaning and I want to kind of, uh, celebrate that. And I, mm-hmm. through, through my work and I want to kind of, uh, or through every through everyone, through conversation, yeah. through everything, because it's, uh. Just, i kind of worry that's all we got really <laughs> i mean it's like uh, it's it's ultimately a worry and <laughs> a, and,
0: a, and a good thing right like, uh, yes, of I, I course think, yes yeah yeah but like i think like that's that you make a really good point in like thinking about um not necessarily even thinking about um art as um trade i don't want to go i don't want to go too far with that because like that there, there you're just like yeah like being a plumber's art and it's like okay there, there are distinctions between things like being a plumber is very important it could be different um i like, i don't want to i like the the leveling thing is the other Im- impulse and i think like art can be specific but art can also be something you you talk about as like a practitioner of it and, like yeah. i yeah. like that that element of like demystification where it's like yeah you can like you could talk to people who enjoy your art and and answer their questions about what it is and what they're doing and, and how you did it and stuff like that without um, making your art lesser because you've you've like given away the game. Um, and I think there's like there there is art that that doesn't want to ever give away the game enough so that people can say like, oh, like I, I sort of I heard this talk with the artist and like I, I, I it was exciting to learn that like the the art was about like this to them or not about this to them.
1: Um, yeah, well, I don't a, really know oh, what my stuff's about. <laughs> that's a that's a problem. But that's maybe well, why you're talking about that's the other, that's the other
0: it thing. Quite nice. That's like that's another admission, right? Where like I think like there's another there's a thing about artists where we assume they. I know. don't like
1: it when people tell me they're... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I'm a contradiction today. I remember this. Um, yeah. I do like it when it makes sense and they tell me it's about something and it kind of solves a puzzle which then opens it up to, in a really fecund way, which means it seeds off other ideas and brings about more and more and it's just really, really amazing. Like Sylvia Plath, when I found mm-hmm. out about about maybe, maybe something about her personal life uh, which illuminates you do not do you do not do any more for me black shoe and you're like wow so uh you know it just kind of uh makes it even more meaningful more rich yep. and it it almost endlessly or but then i remember seeing uh um a lady and she had um some kind of a uh, Pendulum hanging from her uh, uh, genitals, and it was mm-hmm. swinging and uh, dripping wax. Okay. And um, I was like, "Whoa! So, so what's what's that all about?" And it was about v- veganism. <laughs> huh. I, you got it. Yeah. See, that's so. I, yeah, I can see why that. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was a uh, cool to see. It was yeah, quite, no, uh, quite a very, a very powerful, like, um, live art piece. Well, uh, you know, the- <laughs> I wish I hadn't asked what it was about.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like, so, so I don't like-
1: know. She was, uh, f- maybe it was only about veganism for the moment when I asked. It was <laughs> about. Loads but of there's the, there's an
0: overdetermined quality about that too, where it's like, yeah, like it's a, power, <laughs> it's a powerful piece to you, and then to ask what's it about? Well, it's about veganism. Then like it's difficult for it to to mean outside of that, and it becomes mundane in a certain way, right? Like it becomes like, oh, is it like so? Okay, a protest yeah,
1: I, or I don't
0: know. Yeah, like I, and like, I don't know. Not the protest has to be mundane or is mundane. No, no. Like, I
1: was yeah. immediately the, the other example, which I thought is a counter example. Was there's this Russian artist who um, nailed his testicles to some flagstones in the capital, uh, and that was, uh, I know, pretty powerful stuff. But that that was um, that was a a protest. uh, uh, Yeah, I would say so. And I thought that was uh, pretty powerful, pretty meaningful, knowing that it's uh, knowing that it's a protest. Uh, yeah, gosh, we're talking about art, aren't we? i <laughs> I never talk about art, blimey. No, it's uh, good. No, you're, you're good. At, you're good at talking about it. I, I, think, <laughs> I think you should talk about it more. I uh, like, I like, uh, I like art. It's great. It's also, so, so nice. Okay. Yeah. Like one of the, one of the things that
0: like one of the, the examples I always think of my, like my one of my favorite books, probably like one of my three favorite books is, um, uh, 2666 by Roberto Bolaño. And like it, it like I think if I say, when I say that it comes off
1: very pretentiously. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's a big book. And My like, favorite it, book is like twenty six, twenty six. Roberto Blanio. <laughs> I don't yeah, even no, know it what sounds completely. Is. Yeah, it's completely, it's completely obnoxious. But, I read fairy tales.
0: <laughs> no, so, well, so it's the thing about the thing about twenty six sixty six is it is in some ways it's just like. It's him writing a detective novel and a fairy tale novel and stuff like that. He's just like he's doing it in a really difficult way. And like I, I just related with the text. And like one of the things that really helped me relate with the text better was this story that he wrote. So, so the story is a, it's like loosely about this area in Mexico called, um, uh, well, it, it's about Ciudad Juarez, but he he has like a, a sort of like stage name for Ciudad Juarez. I forget what it is off the top of my head, but. Um, it's, you know, transparently supposed to be C Juarez, which is where, um, you know, hundreds of women have gone missing, um, over the past, you know, few decades. And, and no one really knows what it is. It's the, the desaparecidos, um, it's very, very sad and, and, and strange and scary phenomenon. Um, and so, so Bolaño in some ways was, was like when he first started out writing this book, he was writing it as like a, a standard detective story and he went to Juarez, um, he does like an interview about it and like was looking around and basically got pulled into a car with like tinted windows and told like, don't, don't look around at this anymore. Like get the fuck out of here. And, uh, you know, beaten up and, and left at the side of the road. And he said, you know, that really changed the way I wrote this book.
1: Yeah. And, I bet it, I bet it was those guys who was taking all the women. And, uh, you know what? He might've been onto something. <laughs> I reckon it was those guys in that car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Problem but, like, solved. I, I, think,
0: like, <laughs> I think that that like to me is is such like it's it's a it's such a good admission to be like yeah you know like I realize like I I'm not going to get to the bottom of this I can't write a detective story the way I want to because like I'm I'm not like that that encounter makes it pretty clear I'm not going to I'm not going to solve this crime like I Roberto bolano I'm not going to figure out what's happening in Ciudad Juarez like I'm not gonna. I'm not going to bring anyone to justice. So like, what's the story about it's not out? about that? He worked out. It was those guys, <laughs> but he doesn't know who but they that's are. A good lead. Come on. It's a good lead. Well, yeah, I think he realized he's, he's not, he's not a very good, like um, he's not a copper. He doesn't, he's... he doesn't have, he doesn't have what it takes to beat down the, okay. beat down the flags, flagstones and figure out, uh, <laughs> you know, do, do the real, do the real hard gumshoe yeah, sure. work. Um, but like, I always, I always liked that. Cause like, there's a really easy way for him to just be like, Oh yeah. You know the, my book is about, um, my book is about like the, 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 the impossibility of, of, you know, interpretation and, and, and this, that, and the other thing. And like, you know, in fairness, it, it is about that in some ways, like there, there's that in there, but like, he basically just admits, he says, like, he says like, yeah, like it's it, a lot of this book is about my own failure to like you deal with this like really awful situation. And like the, the book came out of like the, my, my failure to like do anything meaningful for these women's lives, because like, you know, we can only do so much as an author against like organized crime. And like, I think like admitting that in some ways feels like, Oh, well you just kind of like ruined the, the mystique of your text. Like what now, now I know what that part of it's about. But to me, that's, that's like, much more powerful connection to it where it's like oh that's like it's not what it means it's not like him saying like and so that's what the book's about it's him saying like this is what like this is what i had to go through in trying to figure out what my book was about um i think that's like that's a that's really powerful to admit as an artist that you have a context that's really good
1: yeah and uh you, you said there's a fairy tale element to it
0: uh, yeah, a lot of, I mean, it's like, it's very much the, um, the sort of like, almost, almost like the lesser, less of a, um, so uh, it's a story about um, uh, Mexico, but uh, he's, he's Argentinian. Um, and so like, it is, it is, it had the fairy tale in, in 2666 is much more about like the sort of like national fairy tale of like, you know, determination and, and, and fighting back against, you know, the self-determination and then the. The taking away of self-determination that happens so often with, um, uh, countries in the global South when, you know, the, the, the U S gets involved typically, um, and sort of like the, 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 the making of meaning then, and like how that sort of turns into, um, ghosts and, and, and giants and, and yeah. things that are not at all, um, reducible to, to reality. Um,
1: that sounds it a bit, uh, so yeah, sounds interesting. Sounds great, actually. So, I, sorry to make part of this podcast selling you on 2066. Though. Sounds a bit worrying, like ooh, there's a mystery here. Women go disappearing. He doesn't make it into like a Bermuda Triangle or something. No, he, no. Right? And, no. And in
0: fact, he doesn't. He doesn't solve it. He can't. Like, very the, very good. I mean, like the the women are going missing, and and it is a very. I mean. You know, obviously it's a human, a human. Did they get the registration thing. plate or something? No, no, there was, I <laughs> don't oh, think the car. useless, man. I don't you, think, the, well, that's what he decided. He said, like, yeah, I'm no good at this. Um, <sighs> I don't, yeah, I don't think the car had a license plate. I think that's part of it. Um, well,
1: that's illegal in itself.
0: Well, you know. Call them up on that. Well, the cops are in on it too. So it's, it's, it's tough. So listen. Um, but no, it's like you're right. Like you're you're absolutely correct about that. Being like, I mean, that's the risk of, of fairy tales, isn't it? Like to say something. I mean, to go back to sort of the thing I was I was trying to get at and 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 maybe did a bad job of, um, in like thinking about you know like well what's the what's the history of, um you know, the history of something like the Grand Canyon with respect to, you know, the, the, the native American people who were sort of erased by, um, you know, us, uh, manifest destiny. I mean, the, the, I think like the central question, there is something along the lines of, yeah, like, how do you, how do you understand a story when we call it a fairy tale, when it actually takes place in reality and impacts real people's lives? Um, and I mean that that's something that I think your work your work cares about like it cares about real people while also not wanting to draw like not wanting to say like here's here's the experience these real people have, and I'm going to like reduce it
1: well, there's something about that as well um like I talk to lots and lots of people I think mm-hmm. I think talking to people is really um Interesting. <laughs> uh, like you can get something. It's it's easier for me to do as well. Um, like I did a, a research. No, I did a writing thing. These guys in Dundee got loads of money for this this kind of a. Uh, I don't know what was it. It was kind of odd. It was this mm-hmm. this game. Where the fail state was that everyone was too fat. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay, but it was like it was to do to do almost like an educational thing. Like, what can uh, councils do to um, to uh, to help with uh, um, obesity in light of poverty? Because basically, the poorer you are, the the less kind of options to a healthy diet you have, and things like mm-hmm. this, and what can you do? And uh, I kind of got the job because I I said, well, the first thing I would do is go to the food bank there and talk to people, and uh, interview people. And I was probably it was a very short it was a very short time frame, so I would like I, you know I'm gonna have to use probably about a quarter of my time to. Two or three days, just talking to people, interviewing people, and uh, explaining explaining that potentially we could help with this, yeah. and then uh, and then then you have these real stories about um, about uh, I mean I'm not too far from myself really, or about how how um, poverty can just Make decisions harder for, for for when it comes to food options and things like that. Sure. Um, and you have these real stories about, let's see, uh, not not having enough money, so you have to wait for the items to be discounted, and the things which have the which have the shortest shelf life, things like donuts and pastries and stuff like that, which will go bad if they're not sold by the end of the day, they're really your only options to eat them. And then you go home and you're eating just this kind of really sugary, refined sugar and carb heavy diet. And uh what can you do about that? It's just like a, and uh I mean, it was nice to find that there was things which you could do, like community, mm. community centers are, are just the, the most obvious options. Such a shame that, there's no more community centres uh, for right. for every community. Um, this idea of of community be, being a thing which doesn't need to be physical has uh, really fucked people up because uh, the kind of physical place of community is uh, is is kind of important when it comes to certain things. Yeah, uh, um, not everything, of course. You know, online communities for certain things are just you know, godsend. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So I had all these real stories and I had to kind of, um, I had to write stories for the the game to make it, um, not just numbers going up and down, um, (laughs) and to, to make characters for these numbers and to, to say what would happen if, uh, if someone manages to, for example, um, Learn to cook or something like that. Work, um, or have find time to cook or something like this, and uh, it was very sad. <laughs> it was like sure, of course, like um. But uh, what was the the point? I don't know. No, I think
0: I think the point. Like I I, I don't know. Like I, I'm not I'm not sure where we're going with that necessarily. No, uh, it was
1: just something which I did. Uh, yeah, it's kind yeah. of um real. Real stories and kind of extrapolating. Um, Kind of archetypes again from it, and maybe not archetypes because it wasn't like that. But, uh, well, there, you know, yeah, there's something I, I don't know. know if, have you ever heard of the game? It um, was a difficult is, thing to do.
0: <laughs> I, I expect it sounds very difficult. It sounds very personal, um, yeah. but but personal in a very different way than we were like sort of laying it out previous, right? Like, it, and you know, my
1: writing is really idiosyncratic, so it was, uh, it was nice to kind of lend it to something so so kind of, uh, real. Mm. Yeah, I that. Like I liked it. I was proud of my work there. You should and be. no one will ever see it. <laughs> oh, it didn't. Um, no. Uh,
0: well, that's a shame. I don't like that. But um, like, I, I will say, like, have you ever played the game uh, or heard of the game uh, uh, Cart Life? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So, that kind of got me into games.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, This is the, so I, I, I learned about Cart Life talking with... Um, the first time I learned about it was talking with Scott Benson, who did uh, Night in the Woods, who's a, a good friend of mine. And, um, you know, he, he listed it as one of the the games that really inspired him. And I, you know, I looked into it and I think like one of the things about cart life that that speaks to what you're saying is like it is a story about poverty and about the difficulty of like, you know, ever sort of pulling yourself up um, in in the system that we're in. But unlike games, like, I can't come up with any off the top of my head, so, you know, I won't be able to slander anyone, but uh, unfortunately for the listeners. But, like, you know, there there are games that sort of, like, try and take left-wing politics and and make a sort of, like, an interesting meme out of them or something like that, right? Like, um, I think there was, I don't know, it doesn't matter what the games actually are, but they, they don't feel effective to me because they aren't actually about um, issues. They're about taking, like, epic, you know, twitter dunks or whatever and turn them (laughs) into a politics whereas cart life is a a stark sort of thing where it says like hey look like here's what happens when when people are are like you know they don't have the access to any like they don't have they don't have the ability to pull themselves up not because like they're lazy but because the system is, is is cracked yeah um and like I, I think there's something there's something about that with what you're saying too. It's not like it's it's not an abstract thing. Even when it is abstract, it is uh, it's a it's a real story about real people. Even when you know the their characters, their numbers going up on a screen.
1: Yeah, I wish can I could remember the springboard which started me talking about that. Gosh. So let's see. We were talking
0: about we were talking point. about Bologna and how he wasn't a good detective. Yeah. Um, we were talking about mysteries and solving mysteries and having like conclusions mythology uh finding real kind of culprits for things yeah. um material reasons that bad things happen
1: Hmm. uh talking to people i guess talking that was to people it. talking, to people,
0: talking was it. to people that was talking like, to yeah.
1: people so I, with dujana i talked to lots of people with sluggish moors i talked to lots of people and who it's, have you been
0: talking to for this game
1: this game oh uh Coolest person who I'm in com- conversation with is uh, there's this writer called Sir, Sir Walter Scott. Oh, a, he sounds cool. He's like a cool writer. He's great, uh, better than I first expected. Well, he's famous for something which is a bit boring called Rob Roy, which I mm-hmm. find a bit boring.
0: Don't tell him that. It might, it might hurt his feelings.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I visited his house. Um, oh
0: that's that's very forward of you
1: which was uh well it's like a cultural site in Scotland it's got uh it's massive it's like a big country mansion with a walled garden and a church and everything um and uh looking through his uh going looking at all his books and stuff I realized he had a whole bookcase on on witchcraft and demonology oh interesting which is so cool um <laughs> So, uh, so I was like, hey, who knows about this? Who can I talk to about this? I've got, uh, I got the contact there. That's pretty cool. Who else am I talking to? I guess, uh, just like people around. <laughs> people just asking, you know, because I'm in the area. You just kind of start like, uh, Hearing what people have to say about things, you know, it's no, not you're like, right. It's not like with uh, Dujana where I had to like speak with people who had been in uh, Afghanistan and uh, you know uh, speak to my relatives about their faith and stuff like that. Um, it's not like that. You just talk to people about. So where's cool? <laughs> where's cool <laughs> around here? <laughs> yeah, there's like uh over there is a waterfall which looks like a horse's tail. Okay, nice. That's that perfect. is cool. That is perfect. <laughs> and things like that, you know? Uh so huh. so just uh because if you if you kind of live in the countryside, you have a you have a relationship with the countryside. You're very um Especially if you're in the countryside and you've got a garden, you know. Oh yes, a, s- a sunny week is just brilliant. You know that that changes your whole year.
0: <laughs> now, for 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 for, our, for the for the for those of us not uh, using garden this way, that's not a place where you grow vegetables. That's that, you're talking about a yard, correct?
1: A like yard. a place that you
0: can. go Sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I didn't mean to say my thing was normal. I I meant. You're talking about, like, a place where you can, like, sit outside, like an, an outside area, correct? You can grow vegetables
1: there if you want.
0: Why not? Uh, yeah, so... so uh, you in, can't in, grow in, vegetables in your yard. No, no. In in the States, like, a garden is just the plot where you grow the vegetables.
1: And you wouldn't do that in a yard. <laughs> you have a specific area where you would grow the vegetables. Oh, geez. Why yeah, have like, you complicated the garden? I know. Like, we're really...
0: We're just a mess. Uh, <laughs> Would, I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, I just wanted like, to make uh, sure people knew that. You do what whatever you
1: want, want in a garden. So, uh, so a garden yeah. is the the special uh, the bed. It's like of, it's the, bed the, bed the area or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's the area sort of outside of like you, you like you fence it off so like rabbits can't eat it and stuff. Um, ah, okay.
1: All right, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. It's yeah, like there, it's okay. and and like it has special dirt like that you fertilize and, 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 sure. and take care of, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing.
1: So it's just, uh, we call that part of the garden. <laughs> yeah, we, we just call that the garden, and then
0: we call, we call the uh
1: So you would go into others- your yard and say, uh, where in the yard is Becky? She's in the garden in the yard. Would you yeah. say that? We well, wow. might say that, yeah. She's working in if, the garden. She's working in the garden. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, and it it, al- it always means planting something. That's yeah, stuff. well, you can have a yard sale. A garden sale sounds weird.
0: That's true. You, do, do you also have yard sales, even though you call it a garden? No, we don't
1: have because don't, specifically because we call it a garden, we can't have yard sales. Wild. You, get your head around that. <laughs> how do you how do you get rid of how do you get rid of all your old stuff? <laughs> oh man, do you have things called car boot sales? No. You don't have a car boot sale, no. so uh, it's kind of like Fight Club, where everyone <laughs> t- fills the back of their c- car with uh, like tat, knickknacks <laughs> okay, and okay. tat which they don't want right. anymore, like your old your old wrestling figures and stuff like that. <laughs> you drive to an underground car park at a designated time, and then everyone opens up their boots and uh, everyone walks about perusing the items on sale. <laughs> that sounds like a yard sale, but like... But it's a yard sale. Organized except, in a, in a uh, certain way, that's fun. It's kind of somewhere between a yard sale and a flea market. Yeah, that sounds cool. It is, uh, it is pretty good. Especially, you can get good deals on things like uh, vintage... Wrestling figures. Vintage wrestling <laughs> Yeah, I got a really good Razor Ramon the other day. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how cheap it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, it's good. The car boot sale is good. It can be a bit um, fumey if it's underground. But sometimes they're not in the underground car parks. They are in Edinburgh. They're both in underground car parks in Edinburgh, mm. which uh, which is a bit fumey. But, uh, you know, you can get you can get a good Stone Cold Steve Austin Or something like that. I don't know. I'm out of wrestler names. You came up with two. That's pretty good. Big Daddy? Is he a wrestler? (laughs) I don't know if he's a wrestler. (laughs) Uh,
0: Karate Kid? That's a movie.
1: Uh, Um, So. I, 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 <laughs> I like it when our conversation goes away from your questions and goes no, it's into things good. like the I and gardens. I, I it's think better. That's, that's I'm better with that than how boring I was talking about meaning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, liked, I liked when you were talking about meaning. I thought it was good. Um, hmm, okay. So what have you been playing recently? Have you played any games recently? You're very into uh, sports. But I am don't into talk sports, about that. but I've
0: I've been watching sports. I haven't been playing anything. No, particularly related to sports, but, um, uh, I don't know. I haven't, so this is one of the things, uh, for me that I, I, I find frustrating is, um, when I get busy, I play fewer games and because I think on some level in my mind, they are, um, they're meant to be, uh, recreational. Yeah. Um, and in being recreational, they just end up that they, they end up being a um I don't know, they end up being sort of something that is uh that is set aside and not and not yeah. something that I that I do when I'm like busy or I have to oh I have to get something done. Yeah. Um and then I feel like I don't think about things as much. I think like when I play games now that that make me think, like even even popular games, like even like the uh you know, like I did a podcast recently on the Yakuza series that I I was like, you know, this really makes me think differently about like history and how we represent history. And, you know, what's a way that we can talk about, you know, contemporary history without making it like obfuscating it. Um, but Are sometimes good, like
1: those games. Yeah, I like them. Isn't
0: it kind of glorifying organized crime? No, not really. No, no. It's, it's organized crime doesn't come out looking so great. OK, good.
1: That's kind of um, what puts me off those kind of crimey games.
0: Oh, well, that's reasonable. I mean, there's always that risk for sure. No, I don't. I don't get the feeling that those games are at all a, a, a valorization of um, exploitation.
1: Of that's what I was wanting to say. Exploitation. Uh-huh. There you so, go. What about exploitation? So you you were saying about the the characters in my work? Um, you kind of uh, even if they are somehow there's the, maybe a sensitivity about the real realness of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, uh, that's always the, yeah, gosh, that's, I should note down the points I'm making before, when I start talking. But anyway, when I interview people and when I use, um, aspects of stories and things, I never, ever want to be exploitative. Mm. And, uh, and I mean, uh, by that, I mean mean spirited towards, uh, particular person or culture. So um I don't mind being exploitative of uh of uh you know monsters or something <laughs> silly or something. Um but anyway. <laughs> uh, okay yeah yeah. But Yakuza you were talking about
0: so Oh no no I, I that was that was all that was my whole point. I'm I'm I I So what are you you're... busy doing?
1: What are you busy doing?
0: You know it's watching I like sports. Seven... Yeah I wish. Betting, um, no, betting I, on baseball. <laughs> I never bet on baseball. It's too, it's too random. I, I can't, do <laughs> I, I don't like, I love watching baseball. I could never tell you what's going to happen in a game. It, like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's just too strange. Um, cool. But doesn't uh, it last
1: like five hours or something?
0: It can, but it lasts, it lasts less time than a cricket match. Oh God!
1: <laughs> Those last forever. Oh my gosh! Can't they just take breaks to have tea and crumpets whenever they want in cricket or something like that? Yeah, they might so, be able to. It seems, for- it seems like
0: in baseball they just they eat sunflower seeds in the dugout. That's the nice. Like you, you get to like
1: how cool is that? Do it's they still very smoke? Cool. Do baseball players still smoke?
0: No, but I ah. mean they 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 did up until I don't know maybe like Wednesday. ten or fifteen years ago. Um, they don't really smoke. They do chew tobacco. It's uh, like is the healthy. more gross version of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh like no. The, uh, the, yeah, they definitely do this that. It's like
1: chewing on a cigarette, isn't it? It's really gross. <laughs> so then all the black dribble like comes out of your
0: mouth. it's, uh, it's really gross. Um, sorry, to any, sorry to anyone in the audience who might be who might enjoy chewing tobacco. I. I
1: don't, <laughs> no, I don't, don't be sorry like to them. I uh, know. You know. They're, it's okay, they can they can they have chew tobacco, school.
0: it's all right, it might not be the healthiest thing
1: for you. Sorry to I, any cowboys listening,
0: <laughs> they might be. Listen, I'm always hoping there's a cowboy out there listening. Um, no, I think like you know, I, I I I have a lot of I don't know, it's not particularly interesting, but I have a lot of uh, a lot of jobs that I end up doing, like, I, I end up um. I end up teaching almost every semester, and in addition to my day job, in addition to the the podcast, and I like I didn't to. Didn't know you were a
1: teacher. We're I, I about teach sometimes, but I don't. I don't teach.
0: I don't teach enough to to make money. Um, because because no higher education in America is a is a mess. Um, right. And no one, yeah, they don't they don't pay me enough to to actually have it be my job. Not even like, oh, you don't pay me enough. Like I I deserve more. Uh, just like, you don't pay me enough to live. Like, you know, I think if I, yeah, it's just, not enough. Yeah. So I end up, I end up working a lot of different jobs and that, that ends up and that in parenting, which is, you know, I'm, I'm happy
1: to be busy parenting. That's fine. Yeah. uh, That's good. Yeah. I bet you're a good dad. I bet bet you're a good dad. Well, I'm not sure about that.
0: I think I think that's everyone's answer when you- <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I to ask my kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, kids. Let's not talk about kids. Yeah, we don't have Jesus. to go there.
0: Um so so <laughs> before, before I forget to ask you, um and as we're as we're as we're heading up to 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 the hour and a half mark, I want to remember to ask you um the the very simple thing and 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 before we sign off, i will ask you again. Can people buy your game or support it, or like get it anywhere? Is that a thing they can do? Can they? Can they like? Like uh, the can new. Can they tell one? you that they are interested in your game somehow?
1: Oh yeah, gosh! If you could do that, that'd be really good. Tell me well, that how, you're interested in the game. How can they do it? Game. Um, I love people telling me they're interested in my game. There's a. All right.
0: There's a Just, Kickstarter. Uh, there's a
1: Kickstarter. <laughs> I'm such a dickhead, sorry. Yeah, okay, there's a Kickstarter for my game. It's uh, I'm, uh, I'm the kind of guy who's pretty unfundable. I'm making a game set in Scotland about kind of Gaelic Picto history, really celebrating Scotland. It's my second game about the area. I did another one called Beeswing, and Creative Scotland didn't want to fund it. I was like so rude oh, so rude it's they don't games, they don't know what they have like, yeah. games are not art in their opinion so uh so it's unfundable through that kind of way publishers and your you, 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 you ea don't really e- a- get out, it
0: yeah they're not really interested in 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 publishing a uh,
1: a game about um <laughs> Scotland. yeah Fun so production. uh so the only way my games get made is uh and I like it to be honest I like it um is through crowdfunding mm. and I, I like it because I've got like the immediate relationship with the audience. I feel like I'm making the game for for people who want who want this kind of game um and uh, it feels so less political mm. um like like I'm not having to jump through any special hoops or anything like that. I'm not saying uh, uh yeah, it, like one aspect of uh, of getting arts fund fun- funding or uh, council funding is is things like does it appeal to um, a wider audience? does it appeal to children is there? An educational quality to it—is it something about this or something about that? And it might do, maybe, but I don't really want to be think uh, aiming aiming my work in any specific direction. Uh, so, so that makes crowdfunding just kind of the only possible way for for my stuff to get made. It's it's my th- fourth rodeo. I've uh, done three games funded by crowdfunding before. All cool. all delivered, made them all. And uh a few of them did well kind of okay critically. Beeswing was uh was seen it was kind of enjoyed by lots of people. Um, that's good. Very sad game though. And then it's it's kind of weird because I thought it was uh I thought it was mawkish at the time. Or lugubrious? Do you know that word, lugubrious? I, I, I know both words. Yeah, they're they're those um, are those, lugubrious is
0: a wonderful word.
1: Um. Uh, so so that's kind of the was the point of the game. It's just like looking at um, when something becomes naff, when something becomes mm. a bit tacky, when yeah. it becomes too sentimental, it becomes tacky, but almost becomes funny or or when a sad situation is actually a bit absurd and it becomes funny mm-hmm. or or something like that, but I kind of started replaying it the other day and it's just sad <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know That's awfully uh, sad, yeah and then dujana was a uh, was crowdfunded both both for around about six thousand pounds so I make I make my work on a shoestring budget really um. And Dujana was uh, celebrated. And I also, when I make it, I give it away for free. So I don't, uh, like, well, not for free, but I always like to be part of things like, like I thought it was profound that I could have Dujana as encouraging people to buy the Black Lives Matter bundle and things like that. Right. and And Kotaku and Polygon, these big websites said... Um, buy this bundle because it's got these games and always on these kind of top 10 games in the list was Dujana so it must have kind of hit something critically with these people oh yeah but, no absolutely um, but uh, it wouldn't wouldn't have been made if it wasn't for for uh, my audience supporting the work kind of up front And uh, Judo is going to be like this as well. Now I'm working with someone else, so I'm having to ask for a bit more money. It's £12,000, which is kind of uh, twice the budget of uh, the other ones, which kind of works out at um, uh, working, so £6,000 each, which is working part-time on the poverty line. (laughs) The poverty line is about £12,000, so if I'm working part time on it, I need to work out how to get six. Hopefully, I get uh, maybe a bit more.
0: I hope you um, get more than the poverty line. I think that's. I don't think that's unfair to ask uh, that you get more than the poverty line. I'm just going to go ahead and say it.
1: Yeah, but there's other things which you know um, I can maybe do some other work somewhere else. So <laughs> it's a. Oh you know, uh, no! <laughs> it's a you know like ah, there's something which. There's this kind of romantic idea that people can just spend their time making art and it's lovely and it's all, uh... (laughs) but that's, that's not the real world. It's romantic all right? Yeah, it is not. I mean, it's the real world for, for very privileged people, but Mm -hmm. for, for kind of working class artists, you've got to, (laughs) you've got to get a job. You've got to work in the supermarket or whatever. And uh, your family I've We're come to realize easier. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, but anyway, uh, to be able to work on uh, a game and to get funding through Kickstarter or, or anything would be absolutely amazing. Um, and, you know, basically I won't be able to make it. Oh no, I'm not saying that exactly. If, if should, with, I mean, there's still, gosh, thousands of pounds still to go. We're at 72%, which is amazing. That's unbelievable. Amazing amazing after a week. So it's amazing to have support there. Um, But, you know, if it, if it doesn't get funded, it doesn't get funded. And there's probably some options. We can maybe take it to some, some publishers or something and try and go down that line. But that comes with its own, you know, its own stuff. Sure. Comes with uh, maybe not being able to use swear words or something like this. Oh, no. No, but, no, I mean it's it's true. Like, it's a compromise. That's, 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 it's a compromise which I would f- f- gladly make if it means being able to to kind of pursue my artistic uh, endeavors. I, mean, I say a no like
0: that, but it is it's such a it is that kind of it's a it's a wonderful um, uh, I don't know like example of the arbitrary stuff you have to give away as soon as you
1: sign it to someone else. Like, I as heard as say, uh, in American TV, like you can only. To cross, if you use a swear word too much, like you can say the word shit 260 odd times, but if you say it more than that, then you'll get a different rating and you have to be shown at a different time. This there was is a, the kind of There was an episode of bullshit. South
0: Park. Yeah, there was an episode of South Park about that, as I recall. Like they, or you they can say like
1: fuck, a- fuck once <laughs> or something that I don't, like that. I,
0: I don't think you actually can uh, no? say All fuck right. outside of like, you can't say it on basic cable.
1: You what about say like a PG-13 movie or something? The,
0: well, there's there. a certain amount of times you can say it in a PG-13 movie. That's true.
1: Isn't that um, ridiculous? I mean, it is. It's completely
0: absurd.
1: <laughs> it's just but. ridiculous. Because if kid hears it once, a 13-year-old goes, never heard the word fuck before – And a guy goes, ah, fuck. That kid's going to say it for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) What was that word? That was brilliant. (laughs) We assume
0: as a a culture is that he probably won't do it if he only hears it
1: once. (laughs) If he only (laughs) hears it once, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. But if you're only allowed to use it once, you're going to use it really, like, at the best moment, aren't you? You got to. I mean, you got to better make it count. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so if you if you like my work at all, I feel sick doing this sales pitch. You Uh, you you like my work a little bit. (laughs) You like my work at all? You know, consider supporting it. I think uh, like the rewards basically are just discount prices and weird stuff you won't get uh, otherwise. Like I've written, I write a lot and. uh, one of the things which is informing the work so it's one of the the, the big things in, in uh, folklore in, in Scotland is witches and the witch trials of James the first, right? And uh, and how how there's a funny kind of relationship with community and re- witches and um, how paganism and Pictish uh, people were kind of cool with this. Uh, Kind of witch, witchy stuff, and it would be be seen as like maybe an early idea of psychology or an early idea of medicine or something like this. But then, <laughs> but then, uh, James the first came along and it was like, nah, you talk, you talk <laughs> to your plants, you were gonna burn you. And
0: well, yeah, uh, that's that's the whole uh, the balleus maleficarum, the the witch finders, the rich witch finders, all the stuff that like sounds cool now is just like ways of.
1: Ah, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it's Just really bad. Just absolutely horrible. I don't like uh, I don't like how witch hunters are kind of uh seen as cool. Yeah, they're it's not. Like, they're not cool. Fucking monsters. Yeah, exactly. F- like there was ideas of like uh unmarried woman and uh and a man would be married but would like uh find her flirtatious or something. And then we'd call her a witch. <laughs> she'd get burned. And she'd die. And yeah, yeah. And uh, but now it's like, cool oh what a great witch hunter you are, you fucking cunt. You <laughs> hunt anyone. <laughs> Sorry. Use this. I used the you... sea bomb as you Americans say. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's okay. If you say it, if you say it with a if you say it with an accent, it's it's acceptable. We're yeah. just not allowed to say it with our accent.
1: Not yeah, wrong. no, it doesn't sound good in American accents. It it's very really good in yeah. sounds good in Scottish. And well, people yeah, it's because it's
0: it's because I think it's because it's used differently. It's like used differently, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so whenever we say it, it's with like a, a strong, strong uh element of hate to it.
1: Whereas like yeah. it's just
0: like it's like calling someone a jerk or a fool or something. Like then then it's fine. No, it's, it's, fine.
1: it's probably the worst swear word besides uh racialized swear words. Isn't yeah. it? Here? Yeah, no. Uh well. In Scotland I don't know. It, d- it, probably it depends is, on you... In Scotland, it is, but also you probably know that people say, "Oh, he's a good cunt," and yeah, like, use like, it, it use it as it... like a kind of like a, a a past past the kids' bedtime version of mate or pal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not like that, that's like dickhead. Then that's like oh, this, this asshole or like this, is this asshole. asshole. Like, no, you don't want to be uh, a son of a bitch. Like, can oh, you be son of a
1: bitch? Like, can you can you be a good son of a bitch? Can you be yeah, a good yeah. asshole? Ah, oh, he's a good asshole. Come on. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. You can see your friend. You go ah, come here, you son of a
0: bitch, and then yeah, oh,
1: nice son maybe of. Maybe you're bitch. drinking. Probably, uh, <laughs>
0: that's that's how we do it here. If, yeah, but if you but if you bitch. called them the other, if you called them what you called them, uh, I don't think I should be able to say it. Uh, you're not allowed to say you don't. You dare say it. I would I be. Won't. <laughs> but if I called someone that, they'd be like, "Hey, man, oh man, I'm just far. using it
1: casually now. I shouldn't use that. Sorry, you're not allowed. Yeah,
0: you're not allowed to do that."
1: <laughs> no, no, no. They would, they
0: would say that to me. They, they'll never yeah. say that to
1: you. You're allowed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jutero, um it's not got the C word in it.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> now, people uh, are canceling
1: their. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was uh, Scotland, they say. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> They're all not saying it anymore. I'm not saying it. I stop myself. Ugh. I will, I will, um, I will, this I, I. This is my pledge. Oh, part- that's what I was saying. There's a witch, so I've written a whole book of witchcraft, like a 200-page book of witchcraft, which is uh, one of the rewards, I think is one of the funnest rewards. And because uh, I love researching, I absolutely love it. So I've researched witches and Wicca, and contemporary, I, everything. Gosh, I even read Alistair Crowley's magic. <laughs> everything. <laughs> How and was it? um, kind <laughs> of, uh, kind of weird. It, but it had, um, it had, some things to it which were, were basically just modern mindfulness practice. Oh sure, which, yeah, 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 like um, like uh, meditation. Uh, it had a lot of things about um, tricking tricking your sight and things like that. But he was a pretty monstrous guy. Um, oh, yeah. A very charismatic, charismatic but also monstrous guy.
0: Um, I uh, My my wife at one point uh, was, was telling me that she loved the name. Uh, she said, well, we can't use it because like, it would sound bizarre, like you know, just like a couple of Americans using it. But, she's like, but I love the name Alistair. And I was like, I don't know. I think people would think of Alistair Crowley. <laughs> like, I don't
1: I don't know who that is. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. well. Probably yeah. for the best. That we There's <laughs> some names which are just a bit kind of evil, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, like Vladimir. Uh, Vladimir. Yeah, Vladimir, I've, known, uh, yeah. I've never met, that a, so much good You've never met a good Vladimir. Never met a good Vladimir. All the Vladimir's I know are either. Is the anybody. one Vladimir is
0: like do you, you just know people on well, the international stage named Vladimir.
1: Well, I only know Vladimir Putin and Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> That's I think, the only Vladimirs I know. <laughs> I think maybe uh, yeah, maybe you should meet some more Vladimirs. Well, maybe do you know some nice Vladimirs? That's the problem. I, need to- I, I
0: always hate when people do that, when they're just like, maybe that should be your next book, or maybe that should be your next game, and it's something like
1: ridiculous. Um, Talking to Vlad. <laughs> maybe, you should, yeah, maybe
0: you should figure out like good Vlads.
1: Yeah, that should be what you do next. Um, not really. What's another evil name? I've I kind of got um, the name Boris seems an evil name these days. It can, yeah. It's because of Boris
0: Badenow from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's why, yeah. Um, I don't oh, know. Man, they're um, both
1: kind of Eastern Eastern European names,
0: which I yeah. There's guess... really mean reasons that it's bad that they're evil. I think, like, well, like you
1: know, the the the, the dark uh, other or whatever. The dark other, because uh, because they're like. Uh, People who are threatening the world with nuclear war. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, fair. <laughs> but the, the specific guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was the name which made him <laughs> such a tyrannical leader. But that is
0: important that you clarify that. I think, I I don't think people, think people might think that you think it was the name that made him a tyrannical leader. I would worry yeah. about that. I don't want them, I don't want them to think that you're your game is all about nominative determinism. Because that, would be, <laughs> that would be a real, a real problem. I,
1: I don't think they'd appreciate that. Is that what it is when, when you think a name turns someone into like a an impaler or something like that? Yeah, that it's, like it? you, it's like if you determinism. call.
0: Yeah, if you call something, I don't know. Like, um, if if I had a device and I said like this is called like the, or better yet, like if my last name was. Um, wrecker and I wanted to be someone who like mended things and someone would be like well that just won't work you'll never be be (laughs) yeah that's true I would agree with that (laughs) yeah that's not determinism it's it's, it's basically yeah you know like you're born a wrecker and you'll die a wrecker like I'm sorry no
1: you can think of extreme examples where that just wouldn't work you know like Like you've um, got a a certain second name and uh you I'm not going to say what it is yeah. and then you become the head of the Jewish society oh
0: yeah i guess if you yeah. you wouldn't
1: you wouldn't get that job you wouldn't if it was a you don't you know. even th- yeah.
0: this is probably not something we should delve into too but, no, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think maybe you're right. I think maybe you're correct.
1: If you were called
0: Bradley Hitler,
1: <laughs> you wouldn't get a job Utterly in the Jewish, <laughs> Jewish, uh, the Jewish Chronicle. You wouldn't. Utterly ridiculous name. I I'm very,
0: very happy we're able to introduce Bradley. Hitler.
1: God. Okay, is that nominative determinism? Yeah, that's
0: nominative. If you don't think Bradley Hitler could be a good, uh, good. And that makes me a bad person. Being no, a really. Determinist. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think I think you're you're still a good person, even
1: you're not <laughs> Just to, joking. Uh, Sorry. All no, no. The I'm, I'm, I'm playing along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you can be what you're free to be whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Okay. <laughs> I unfortunately
0: have to start getting to going because I have to pick up my yeah. kids soon. Um, yeah, fair enough. Little fair little enough. peek behind the scenes. Um, and I think, I think I'll, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your night. I'm not leaving because of Bradley Hitler, which I think is one of the better bits that have been come up with on the show. Um, I think that
1: was a a, a very good way because it was educational as well.
0: Well, now it, people now was, people know. No, you're but, right. Now people know what nominative determinism is,
1: and that's and also I mean, they've got a great example, up. a great example to be able to explain it to their friends. You, you know? should.
0: You know what? If you're if you're in a class and um, <laughs> and, and there's you, a Bradley like, Hitler in there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're in class with Bradley Hitler. Leave this. you leaving with it now. But if you're in a class and there's a uh, you're having to. Like tell your tell your uh, teacher about nominative determinism, or they're asking you, okay, so like, what's nominative determinism? Uh, just tell them about Bradley Hitler. Um, and I,
1: oh think, man, I wish. Is there any positive things of come? Is it just uh,
0: maybe? Oh, maybe low if low your low name low. was like Bill Christ.
1: Oh, he sounds a good
0: guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 there you go. <laughs> I'm joking. Come on. You don't. Okay. You don't know. That he's- i think bill christ <laughs> sounds nice i think we could come up with a random person who's nice that's um, almost a
1: sentence
0: <laughs> bill christ <laughs> ah. <laughs> well that's uh yeah well that would be another thing like um if your if name was going, like
1: <laughs> uh, bad flatulence
0: bill or like uh rob murdered uh um, <laughs> your last name was murdered <laughs> people would think that there was something bad come- and you haven't done anything oh, they gosh. look at your name and they think well i know what's going to happen here
1: Britain's full of really silly names. There's a lot of nominative determinism. Oh, gosh. There was a kid in my class called Joseph Wiggly. And he just. Poor guy. He just had to be the kind of like goofy kid, didn't he? Well, I think partly because of his second name, he ended up being the kind of like goofy kid or something like that. Well, sure. I mean,
0: that's kind of what you do, I think, in that situation. You make the best <laughs> I'm called Jack King
1: Spooner. That's a <laughs> now, is that kind your kind given
0: of... name or is that a stage name?
1: <clears throat> no, it's not my given name. I had yeah, see, there name. you go. I had to but that's, no, that's real nominative
0: determinism because you you made that your name and now you can embody it however you please.
1: Yeah, yeah. I changed my name to it by Deadpool during the pandemic. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I think it's funny. My my other friend uh, changed his name to Kit Lightning. <laughs> Whoa, that's also pretty cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> you guys, you guys know how to have fun. We, only cons- I don't think any like, of my
0: friends changed their name by deed poll in the pandemic. So,
1: well, we also a, don't have
0: deed polls. So it's it's.
1: There was a big kind of stressful thing about trans people having to change their name by deed poll. I didn't quite get what was going on, but I wanted to kind of. Show solidarity and say, oh, mate, that's nice." come on, let's just change our names by Deadpool. <laughs> I don't know if it's solidarity or it's diminishing the issue. I don't know. I think it, uh, I think it's solidarity.
0: I think it's, you know, well, a call into the podcast. Let me know. Is it solidarity or is Jack B? I didn't uh, mean anything nasty by it, you know. Are, are you mad at Jack? Uh, please call in and let, let me know. I'll uh, <coughs> have, we'll have you, you on to, again to you answer eels? the
1: allegations. Have you eaten eels? Anyway, oh, yeah. it was have great you eaten
0: eels? Is your last name Hitler? Are you Cornwall? <laughs> i just trying to cover all the people. things. <laughs> Fucking Cornish people. Cornish people are not going to be happy with you. Uh, no. That's okay. I think that's the sign of a good episode oh, if we've it. offended at least six people.
1: I love chatting with you. You're very clever, but you've also got a a a wry spark to you. A little oh well, thank of, you. A I think I have a demon in your eye. Oh, so well, it's good. You.
0: I appreciate um, that. I I also I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of your sense of humor as well. It is, it's always <laughs> no, honestly. Sometimes sometimes I, I you know I won't tell anyone who they are, but sometimes I laugh along and I'm not really laughing. And in this case, I'm actually laughing a lot. Oh
1: yeah, and enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. I laughed um, a lot as well. Anyway, we should talk again sometime. It's very fun. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Let's let's talk again sooner than we did last time.
1: And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely one of my personal favorites of this podcast. Oh, uh, thank you. No, yeah, don't, don't <laughs> say I'm your
0: favorite, because you might offend the other hosts, in which case they'll be. I think be. I know
1: one of your other hosts I follow on Twitter, and she's pretty good if I'm thinking of the right person. Oh, Avi? Uh yeah, or, her as well. <laughs> uh, or Dia,
0: there's a lot of people I do a lot of work with. Um, Dia, Dia yeah, yeah. is Dia, Dia is Dia is lovely. I would say Dia is cooler than me. You can you're allowed to think that. That's Aww. that's perfectly okay. Um sure. All right, keep well. Uh You too. And uh yeah, and and uh we'll we'll end it in the most professional way in saying go check out Jack's um Kickstarter. You can find it at at Kickstarter.
1: <laughs> what should they look for? Just go on the main page. <laughs> scroll around until you find uh, it. Yeah, it's called Judero. Search for Judero. We called it Judero because nothing's called Judero. The it's it J-U-D-E-R-O, right? Ju- J-U-D-E-R-O. That's Search what I thought, okay. Judero Kickstarter. Come on, if you... Yeah, if you search for Judero, it must be one of the first things which comes up.
0: I would assume maybe one of the old. Yeah, yeah, that's that was pretty. That was pretty swa- smart of you guys to to name it something different, um, like that. Yeah. I also think uh, if you probably if you search Jack King Spooner, you'll find it too. Sure. You sure, also also you're on Twitter and and should be followed there. Lovely,
1: I know lovely, I'm lovely tweeting a lot about it. So yeah. Uh, all right. Keep well. Do. Keep up with the sports and stuff. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to
0: support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash nocartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.